This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, I'm Brandon Perna, host of That's Good Sports, a 10-minute-ish daily NFL comedy podcast. Have you ever wished for a crappy version of The Daily Show, but only about the NFL? Then, first and foremost, I implore you to dream much bigger. Secondly, I would recommend subscribing to That's Good Sports. Every weekday, I will be giving you NFL news, telling questionable jokes, and swearing just enough so you won't ever be able to listen with your kids in the room or car. I don't ask for a lot, but if you don't subscribe on iTunes, my wife said she will leave me. Thanks, and I look forward to putting my voice in your ear holes. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, David. You're going to get everything I got, everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Ah, man. Frustrating. Super, super frustrating. I don't know that I've ever been like so frustrated by a loss. I don't know if it was just the fact that I knew we needed a bounce back, the fact that I know that our team's better than this. I mean, I get it. The Vikings needed this just as much as we did. They're at home. They're a good home football team. After today, I think they're 16-2 and in their new stadium since it was built. I get that. I get all that stuff. But there's no excuses for the way that we played football today. We got dominated in every aspect of this game. You guys haven't noticed. I'm not wasting any time. We're just going to get right into this game, and uh, we're going to break it down a little bit. So let's uh, chop this thing up a little bit. Starting the game off, punt after punt after punt. The Minnesota Vikings go up after two drives. They go up 14-0 on us. Go 14 nothing. Carr finally gets a nice little seven play drive, 75 yards, scores a touchdown in the second quarter. Um, that was off that little flea flicker to JJ Nelson. Was good to see him get involved. That was exactly what I wanted out of JJ Nelson. Get out there, spread the field. Um, just so happened to be very nicely uh, for that almost 30 yard touchdown. And really, besides that drive, our offense didn't hardly move the ball at all the entire game until finally towards the end of the game where we hit Tyrell Williams for that touchdown. Now, looking at our offense, where do I start? <laughs> it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Now, we were looking forward. We are getting Richie Incognito back. Richie Incognito actually came in, um, and I guess Denzel Good must have been a no-go. Richie Incognito comes out, and instead of playing left guard like he's been playing all offseason, he comes in and he starts at right guard. Jordan Devy is still in there at left guard. Um, so our offensive line goes with Colton Miller, who, might I add, didn't have a very good game. Colton Miller was out there getting worked a little bit. Um, he had a strong showing his first two weeks. Um, but that Griffin fella, who's pretty dang good defensive end out of Minnesota, was definitely working them all game, almost at will, got pressure on D.C. Pretty much, I mean, played him at his own game, gave him a lot of fakes, made him spread his arms, open his chest. Um, I was just getting worked over there on the left side and the blind side. Um, I think gave up a sack or two. So not a very good showing there for Colton Miller. Trent Brown, again, dealing with that knee injury, came out late in the game uh, with some knee soreness. Not sure if he could have played through it or not. Um, that let the door open for uh, Brandon Parker. Literally left the door open because um, that's all Brandon Parker seems to ever do whenever he gets in the game. Oh, man, guys, uh, this offensive line play today, 
they couldn't do anything, it seemed like. Uh, they knew that the Vikings were bringing the house, uh, so they kept, you know, two tight end sets. Um, they're keeping guys, they're keeping the running back back there to block, and we still could not stop these guys. How many times did we see guys just blow through the offensive line untouched? Untouched. Unacceptable. Um, this offensive line had a very good showing. Don't get me wrong, this Vikings defense is very good. They are very good, and I get that. But goodness gracious, we know it's going to happen. Um, they were fooling us pretty badly. <sighs> I think Mike Zimmer had a little something uh, to go after us and let Paul Gunther know that his defensive scheme, I guess, is the more dominant defensive scheme. And man, he really, I mean, goodness, just fair warning, I'm going to be saying right goodness a lot this podcast. And, and it, it's unfortunate because this game almost leaves me speechless. It's hard for me to even talk about this. I, I don't really understand. I, I really can't explain the frustration that went through uh, my mind or through my body today during this game after the game on Twitter it's frustrating we just want to see this team win right um, and we've been rolling our sixth year quarterback Derek Carr now um, for a while he's been the most promising quarterback that we've had in a very 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 long time so we get across these games and it's frustrating and it comes down to even the point to where we're so mad that we're getting blown out we're seeing these bad plays you know that that bad interception that was a bad throw that was a very bad throw definitely sailed it on him it was definitely way off target but it was definitely uh very unlike dc it seems like most of his interceptions come off miscommunications throwing it either where he thinks the wide receiver is going to be and either maybe he made the wrong read or the wide receiver made the wrong read or they just weren't on the same page that's usually a Derek Carr interception that Derek Carr interception where he just blatantly missed the target um very uncharacteristic very un- and it's and it's frustrating to see it i understand that um, and even whenever it comes down to plays, um, and I will say there was one a lot of people were calling out on his slide play where he took a slide or he slid, I'm sorry, before the line of scrimmage on, it might've been a second down or third down. He was coming heads up with a linebacker. Sorry guys, there's nothing else your quarterback can do. Yeah. They maybe wanted to try and pick up a couple extra yards. Like he slid early, but we've seen a quarterback slide too late, um, and still get knocked on the ground. You want to slide. If you're a quarterback, you want to slide before the tackler thinks about tackling or can make a move to tackle because nine times out of ten once that tackler goes to make that tackle they're not stopping if you're not down on the ground by the time they get a chance to dive in and make a tackle most likely you're getting hit so um nothing wrong with that slide play but there were a couple passes that i guarantee you this guy wanted back pretty badly um he let one sail down the seam on hunter renfro very I wouldn't say uncharacteristic but he's he he's got the arm talent to be able to hit those passes so that was frustrating to see and then that one that, that he floated to Darren Waller which I think was actually catchable to Darren Waller um but definitely could have been a better ball it definitely could have been a better ball I get that now looking at these mistakes that Derek Carr made and I understand I'm getting criticized as a very obvious um uh, car supporter that's not necessarily the case. I mean, yeah, I support our guy 100%. I support just about all of our Raiders 100%, no matter what. Unless they prove that they don't want to be here or they don't want to work hard, they don't want to put in the work to succeed for us fans, most of the time, I'm going to support our guys. Now, looking at his performance, was it disappointing? Yeah. Yeah, it was disappointing. Was it just his fault? Was the, was, was the pocket clean? No. Were the wide receivers open? When they were, they were getting hit for touchdowns. I mean, were we doing anything special? Was our run game there? DeAndre Washington broke off a couple. Josh Jacobs was still dealing with that illness. He's been on IVs for the last 24 hours leading up to this game to even be healthy for the game. Rushing, what do we have? Like 50 yards rushing altogether almost? 60 yards rushing maybe total? Rough. So was it a rough game by DC? Yeah. It was a rough game by DC. He ended up with 242 yards in the game, two touchdowns, one of them late in the game that people are considering garbage time, that one ugly interception. But he was 27 for 34, pretty decent, nothing uh, nothing wild. I pretty much, I think, called out all of his bad plays that he probably wanted back. Uh, There's a couple times, I mean, gosh, he was kind of fighting for his life back there in the pocket. I know a lot of people have uh, knocked on him for his pocket presence, uh, but I will say that he even kind of made some steps today. Um, stiff arming guys pushing off of them jumping around trying to make more space create more space not take a sack um, as much as people are trying to say he has happy feet back there I don't really see that I see him 
I mean, really just trying to stay alive, not just sit there flat footed and take a sack. Um, I just see him trying to, trying to stay alive for the most part. I think he did as much as he could kind of do today. I mean, I get it. He could have had a better game. He could have had a few of those balls back. Absolutely. But even if, I mean, that wasn't an interception and those few that he got in there, uh, weren't drops or weren't misses. I'm not sure that we still would have won this game, guys. I'm not sure that would have happened. I think Derek Carr could have threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns, and I don't think we would have won this game. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. But I think even if he did have a really good one, we weren't going to win. The Vikings kind of took their foot off the gas, kind of like what even happened last week with the Kansas City Chiefs. Had our offense been down there scoring, it wouldn't have mattered. Their offense would have kept scoring too. We gave up 211 rushing yards. 211 rushing yards, and they pretty much were able to throw the ball on us whenever they wanted to throw the ball on us. What's a turnover? What do we had? One turnover? One fumble recovery? What's an interception? What is an interception, Paul Gunther? I mean, are we going to keep mismatching our DBs on guys? Was that uh, Curtis Riley covering Adam Thielen? What is going on? I think LaMarcus Joyner was even on the sidelines one of those times. Why is LaMarcus Joyner not a priority to be on the field every single play? What is going on? Is there some heat on Derek Carr? Yeah, there's some heat on Derek Carr. Is there heat on Paul Gunther? Yeah, there's heat on Paul Gunther. Is there heat on our offensive line and Tom Cable? Yep. Is there heat on John Gruden's play calling right now? Absolutely. Is there heat on some of our wide receivers to get open? Yes. Is there heat on our running backs to make, I mean, I get it. Minnesota's pretty tough to run against. But come on, guys. Let's get something going here. Let's get something going on the ground. I'm sorry. I mean, I get it. Everyone wants to sit here and just blame our quarterback. That's easy to do because that's all we've known since what? 2003? That's all we've known to do since 2003 is yell for the guy on the bench to come in the game. I grew up in Oakland Coliseum almost every game I went to as a kid yelling for the backup to come off the bench because that's what we as Raider fans thought was best. That's what we thought that we were supposed to do, I guess. I guess uh, uh, a backup quarterback, or should I say, just a different quarterback in general, was supposed to fix our crappy team. What are we supposed to do when Jalen Richard, our punt returner, is muffing punts in the back? What are we supposed to do when our offense doesn't start a single drive past our own 25-yard line? Not one time today, guys, did we start a drive past our own 25-yard line. Whose fault is that? Can you pin that on one person? Because I know you can't pin that kind of stuff on Derek Carr. Can you pin that on one person? No, that's a team. That's a team problem. That's a coaching and a team problem altogether. Whose fault is it for giving up three 90-plus yard scoring drives to the opposing team in the last two weeks? Three 90-plus scoring drives. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. Poor play all around. Poor play all around. At this point, we're just doing what we can. We're trying to get by. These were two tough teams that we played. Absolutely. Am I going to sit here and throw the season away? No, I'm not going to sit here and throw the season away. But if we don't turn something around, this is the team that we are this year. So next week when we go play Indianapolis, they're a team that we can beat and we need to beat them. Minnesota, like I said, tough matchup. They're 16-2 and at home in this new stadium, should I say, since it was built in whatever, uh, 2016. So 2017, 2018, and now this year, they're 16-2 and at home, which is pretty dang good. So can't really knock Minnesota for going out there and, and kicking butt. I get it. They played well. They played really well. Goodness, that defense was all over us. Absolutely all over us. We got flat out out coached. So, and I'm going to tell you one thing right now. As frustrated as I am, I don't care where you guys sit. I understand. I mean, I used to, I used to really criticize or, or come at fans that weren't positive. I get it. We're losing right now. I'm not going to expect you guys to be positive. I'm not, I'm not about that right now. I'm really not. If you guys are frustrated, you want to criticize players, okay, I get it. Let's not make it personal. Let's not, I mean, hardcore, go out these guys, go out their families. Keep it respectful. I mean, criticism is welcome. Um, it's, not the way, it's not the way that works. I get it. I'm friends with some of the family of the team, friends with some of the family of the quarterback. I get that. And I've told them, too, that there were a few bad plays, and that's okay. It's okay to tell them that there was a few bad plays and they can take criticism just fine. Trust me, but that doesn't mean make it personal. You don't make it personal. It doesn't work like that. These are men. They have character. Don't go out of man's character. It's not how this works. So 
coming off this ugly loss. As a fan base, I understand we're frustrated because we want to win. I'm frustrated. I want to win. That's okay. But we're one and two. All we can do at this point is what my good friend Dustin Matthews says. Uh, and on to the next one, I guess. And as a fan, that's as far as I can go. This is going to be the most critical that I've ever been on the team at this point of the year. And right now, this is where my expectations are set moving forward. And hopefully, the only direction that we go at this point is up. So, on to Indianapolis. On to the next week. All we can do as fans, let's try and not cut each other's heads off this week. Let's try and not make it uh, super painful for everybody. I get it. Everyone's mad. Everyone has their opinions. Um, but I'll tell you what, the, the main topic of the week is going to be number four. And while we're sitting here doing nothing, most likely, just sitting on Twitter, going at it, just remember the dude is still working hard, doing his best to put on a show and a good game for us. He's trying his hardest. So at some point, you got to respect that. Like full blown, you got to respect that. I get it. We feel entitled as fans to want better, to want more, uh, to need this, to need that. Yeah, I get that. Um, but let's keep it respectful, plain and simple. Um, and I still have confidence that this team is going to turn it around, honestly. Um, maybe this is a rude awakening. Maybe now it's time to make some drastic changes. And I don't know where that's going to be, but somewhere some drastic changes need to be. Maybe we need Antonio Brown to get back in here and fire this team up. Maybe they, he needs to come back in here and piss these guys off because they played lights out week one. They came out pissed. They came out on fire, and they came out wanting to prove a point. We need to get back to that point somehow. So that's going to be my rant for the week, um, and, and we're going to move forward. I'm going to see if we can maybe lighten up the situation a little bit. Uh, we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. Um, And when we come back, joining me is going to be Mr. Kenny King Jr. Uh, We're going to take some phone calls here. Um, We're going to chop up our opinions a little bit more. We're going to see what the King has to say. And then we're going to close this thing out with real talk. So Raider Nation, sit tight. I'll be right back. A few of us on the show use Harry's Razors. If you visit their website, you can check out all different shave sets and face care products. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. Why try Harry's? Harry's founders were two regular guys tired of getting ripped off by paying for overpriced razors. Harry's makes quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. This summer, refresh your wallet and your face with a Harry's trowel set. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave, a rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Listeners of my show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help support the show. At the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing else like the NFL, and there's no better way to make games even more exciting than to bet on them. So do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sportsbook. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. And mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play and where you should too. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with mybookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And actually, really quick, before we bring the king in here, I realized that I ended that rant um, kind of in a bad way, in a bad note, or actually kind of went through the whole thing in a bad note. Pretty frustrated. Um, but there's a few shout-outs that I want to give throughout the game. Uh, first one to quarterback Derek Carr, who earned a passer rating of 103.7. Uh, that marks the 25th time in his career that he surpassed the 100-point barrier and ranking first in franchise history through a player's first six seasons. 
Uh, so congrats to Derek Carr on that accomplishment after, of course, breaking the Snakes record last week. And also tied in Darren Waller. I'm a huge Darren Waller supporter. Uh, the dude's, I mean, pretty much having a breakout year this year um, after coming clean of all of his issues. Uh, Darren Waller recorded the most receiving yards in a single game by a tight end in the NFL this season with 134 yards in today's contest. He's the first Raiders tight end since 2012 to record at least 10 receptions and 100 receiving yards in a single game. As well, now, one more shout out, last one, wide receiver Tyrell Williams. He became the third Raider in franchise history to record at least one receiving touchdown in each of his first three weeks of the season. Uh, joining now Mervin Fernandez in 1989 and Art Powell in 1963. Uh, so shout out to my tight end one and wide receiver one. Uh, some good stuff there. So a few bright spots on our offense. That was mostly shaky throughout the day. Uh, some good stuff. Some good building blocks. Um, now it's just all about putting the rest together. And uh, let's quit messing around. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get the king in here. Kenny King Jr., man. Oh, dude, the emotions are rolling. Save me, man. What's going on, dude? What it do, baby? Oh, I'm telling you, man. Look, <laughs> man. You know, uh, second week in, in a row of uh, of a loss. It's it's never great. It's never a good feeling. Uh, it's never something that you want. We don't wake up and say, "Hey, let's go Raiders. Let's lose this. Let's lose a game on the road. Let's lose a game to Minnesota. Let's lose a game to Kansas City." We don't say that. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't want to lose. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, we can't go uh, 16-0. and And right now we're sitting here at 1-2. And, you know, I'm, I, I like to tend to look at the bright side of things. And, you know, really the division's wide open. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of things that, that we need to work on. There's a lot of things that we need to focus on. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that everything is great. Um, but we're still in a good position. It's not time to hit the panic button just yet. So what you're saying is everything is sunshine and lollipops. The Raiders are going 14 and two and we have home field advantage going to the playoffs. It's still at this point. Um, that's what Twitter, <laughs> that's what Twitter would like to believe. But no, I mean, look, you know, uh, we, we went into the season, we went into the season saying, you know what, if we can at least be eight and eight, then we're in a good position. And that's what most of Raider nation said. Nobody good. said, I came, know, in, I came in pretty hot, man. That's pretty excited. Gosh dang it. Kenny, I'm this is not I don't want to say it's a slap in my face after last week. Like I was prepared for it, bro, but man, like we kind of came into the season like I felt like we were playing like pretty well, but dude, like this was kind of like this week, this week for sure to me was like a wake up call, bro. Like what yeah. are we doing? Well, and I think that's the thing is this team needs to find an identity. What you know? What are we going to do? Are we going to be a power running team? Are we going to be a team that that airs it out? Or are we going to be a West Coast offense that is that is going to be made off of managing the game and managing the clock and and taking it down minute by minute, second by second, five yards at a time? How do we want this team? How does Gruden want this team to be? Do we want to be? You know, a team that doesn't make a lot of mistakes like the, you know, like the Kansas City Chiefs under Alex Smith, or would you rather take shots and potentially, you know, sometimes stuff happens and you make mistakes, but you know what? You're taking those shots and you're, you're making plays and you're doing something on the other side of things. We can't give up big plays. We can't make stupid penalties. We can't get beat. We can't shoot ourselves in the foot. There's so many things that, you know, that we could say that, yeah, you know what? I would love to do this. I would love to do this. But at the end of the day, you got to do the right things first. You got to do the fundamentals. You got to be in the right position. You got to be making plays. You got to stay, you know, hold your water when it's, when it's third and 10, you got to be able to not jump when, you know, everything. There's so many, there's so many, things together. And that's what makes it a team sport. You know, as, as, as much as we like to look at individuals, as much as we like to point the finger at somebody, this is a team sport and there's a team effort and they're all around the team failed. Yeah. I was going to say, because I like to, you know, during the game, when you're watching it, you see those players making those mistakes, but I'm trying to look at this thing after the game as a whole by uh, groups, should I say? So no, I'm looking at defense and today we didn't do, anything right i mean really i mean we gave up 211 rushing yards 
Um, we gave up not that many air yards, but we gave up every air yard that they wanted right. for the most part. Our pressure, I feel like our front seven, like I feel like our pass, pass rush and everything, I feel like it was kind of there. Like I feel like it was there. But then again, we're facing the Minnesota Vikings that are giving up like the most pressures in the NFL right now. Right. So, I mean, that's, I guess, understandable. The defense as a whole, I'm looking at that. I'm just like, man, this is not good. Like, this is not looking good. And I understand the the no Jonathan Abram. We don't know exactly what Jonathan Abram would have done if he was here. He played a game for us. He played pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I think he would have helped today versus mm-hmm. the Vikings quite a bit. Would he have helped last week? I don't really think so. I think Patrick Mahomes would have tore him up just like anybody else. But this week, I think we definitely missed a Jonathan Abram. But now I'm looking at the offense, and it's like John Gruden goes out there thinking, like, we got, like, Tyrone Wheatley – and like all these old players out there in the backfield, like we got to like, uh, I don't know, like power formation, like line up the fullback. <laughs> we're, we're we're trying to put like a Le'Veon Bell into like a Jerome Bettis role. It's like, dude, spread offense, and like let's mix it up a little bit. You know, I mean, I mean, give Jacobs a draw, like give him a little toss, like you know, just out of the backfield, like just like let him run with it, like be creative, be. Uh, disguise things like don't just look like okay guys Raiders are in I formation what are we gonna do we might play action like one time out of ten but we're pretty much gonna run it every single time and they're gonna stuff us so it's like why can't we just go back to I shouldn't say go back why don't we I don't know modernize ourselves a little bit like isn't that what we're told we're gonna have this new high-tech offense uh things are gonna be updated but I feel like things aren't I feel like we're so old school at this point at least for sure the last two weeks we're so old school we don't have those type of players man we got hunter renfro that just zips around out there we got a speedy now jj nelson streaking down the field we have a tyrell williams that's proven he can pretty much do just about anything he's a wide receiver one we have a very unique we have probably the best tight end in the league right now darren waller i mean outside of you know some for sure top five tight end in the league right now and darren waller very versatile i mean he's catching sweeps out of the backfield he's doing everything he can he's hurtling guys for first downs um he's making huge catches uh one drop today but it was a very tough catch we have a guy like josh jacobs who was not known as a rushing running back remember we talked to our buddy thor mm-hmm. who thought that this guy couldn't like just carry the ball they thought it was a passing down back how many freaking receptions has josh jacobs had like two three two dude in the whole dude this guy needs to have like 10 to 15 receptions now what is going on well and and here's the thing you know you look at you know you talk about backs catching and you look at a guy like Jalen Richard where last year he was catching 10 to 15 balls a game and he's been virtually ineffective um he he looks like he did back in 2017 where he had a fumbling issue um he wasn't doing a good job carrying the ball and you know he's not out there on 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 passing down so no. you know what what is the identity of this team you know what no. is this team what does this team want to be you know are we going to run? Okay, if we're going to run, how are we going to run? How are we going to change things up to fit to fit our team? If we're going to pass, how are we going to change things up so it's not so predictable? Let's yeah. stop doing these five-yard passes. Let's open it up. You got Tyrell Williams. He can move. He can get down the field. Derek can throw. Open it up. Yeah. Darren Waller can get down the field. J.J. Nelson can get down the field. And guess what? If you need to come under, then you got Hunter Renfro right there. We need to switch things up. We need to make some. We need to make some adjustments. I think we've got the personnel. We've got a better receiving core than we had last year. We've got a better running back core. You know, Gruden is running the plays at running back right now that we should have been running last year with with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, there was, dude. There was a point. I mean, I've been emphasizing this since last year, and this is something that's carrying over now. And it's starting to frustrate frustrate me, and that's. The play calling needs to create space for Derek Carr. Not every play needs to be like a three or four step drop right there in the pocket and hopefully step up in the pocket and make a throw. Now, he wants him to scramble, but he's just setting him in the pocket every single play. Let's run a boot. I mean, we've seen this guy throw on the run. We've seen him throw outside the pocket. Run some bootlegs, right? I see a yep. bootleg today, Kenny King. I don't know if you noticed this, but it's kind of bothered me. We run a boot to the right, and, and Derek Carr's rolling out right, 
every single wide receiver is running to the left. Every single one of them. There's not one guy to the right side of the field. Whenever the all 22 comes out, Kenny King, I'm going to find that play and I'm going to post it because he literally, he rolled out right and he stopped and he started coming back left. And I don't know if that was just the play design or what was going on, but there was no wide receiver going right. And it was, it was a clear, I mean, good boot. I mean, everybody was in line with it, but there was no routes going to the right side of the field. And I was just like baffled. I'm just like, what are we doing? What in the world is going on right now with this play calling? So, um, I'm at a point, Kenny King, uh, you want to take some of these phone calls, man? Yeah, let's let's listen in. We got we got a few of them. Let's uh, let's take this first caller. Hey, Raider Cody, Kenny, this is Dustin. Dustin, Dustin. I know you guys probably already used this as a soundbite, but yeah, I did. On to the next one, I guess. Good night, man. Yeah, dude, I used it earlier. Uh, whenever I was going on my rant, I uh, <laughs> dropped the soundbite in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it often too. I'm going to use it often. Actually, you know what? I'm going to use it right now. Uh, and on to the next one, I guess. Raider Cody, Kenny King Jr. This is Rev Mike here, Boise, Idaho. What up, Mike? Yo. Just a, uh, man, rough game today. Uh, Got to do something about the defense, man. And uh, I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go cut my grass, man. <laughs> Later. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say I'm gonna go cut myself. I'm like, dude. Oh man, it's week. Oh. It's week three. It's not. Oh man, don't cut yourself yet. I guess that's what you do is just do some yard work afterwards and get over it. Gosh, dang. <laughs> I don't have a yard to do work in, so <laughs> I'll just go out on my porch. Yeah, there you go. Sweep your porch off. Yell at people to get off my lawn. <laughs> let's uh, let's take this next phone caller. Hey Raider Cody and uh, the King. This Yo. is at. Ken Longman from South Dakota went up and watched the game today. It's the first NFL game I've ever gone to. Man. Uh, yeah, I'll give a big shout out to the player of the game for the Raiders, AJ Cole, punting it all over the field. <laughs> uh, other than that, not much to get excited about other than maybe Darren Waller. Yeah. Not a lot of catches, but seems to me like a lot of it came kind of in the garbage time and or he was the only weapon that was working uh, as our line just got pushed all over the field. That's offensive and defensive line. Uh, pretty tough to watch. Um, I don't really have much of a question for you. I just I gave you a little shout-out on Twitter, said I was going to call in with my thoughts after the game, my thoughts. There we uh, go. It's rough. Yeah. Coaching wasn't very good. Uh, you know, pounding the ball up the middle of the entire game when the Vikings are giving us nothing just, just, mm-hmm. uh, just didn't work. Uh, yeah. That's that's about all I got. Pretty pretty down, but still, the USA Bank Stadium, pretty pretty beautiful place. Got to see my first NFL game, like I said. Uh, that was pretty awesome. I uh, hope you guys have a great night, great week, and let's uh, get back after it next week. Have a good one. Dang, first NFL game going to US Bank Stadium. That's pretty impressive. Don't uh don't go there and then come to the Coliseum after. <laughs> yeah, seriously, just wait till Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Coliseum, but gosh dang, yeah, U.S. Bank Stadium is uh, beautiful. That's, I mean, I mean, probably now a top top five destination for me at least, uh, outside of you know some of the historic ones like Lambeau and maybe yeah. you know as much as I hate the Cowboys, I'd love to go see Jerry's World over there. But I've been to Jerry's World. It's it's pretty effing nice. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I, I hear the football experience. They they just they just put it on for you. They got it. They got a good show. Oh for yeah. You. Yeah, I mean the cool thing is, I mean we, you know, with that with that eighty yard uh, jumbotron, there's not a bad seat in the house. But uh, I mean, it's definitely it's 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 a cool experience there. There we go. Where'd this caller say it's from? Was it Boise? South Dakota. He said South Dakota. Well, I don't know where I got Boise from. Boise was our previous caller. Boise was our previous caller. You're right. Yeah, that's the Raider Cody memory for you guys. And I'm the and I'm the guy that's got concussions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not be the only one. I might need to go get tested here pretty soon. I guess. <laughs> Something happened. I might might have gave myself a concussion after today's game. Let's uh, let's take this next caller. Raider Cody, uh, Kenny King, what is up? This is hardcore Raider. What's up? First time up? calling you guys, but I've been listening to you guys for a minute. But I uh, just want to talk about this Vikings game. 
just want to see, uh, you know, what I'm interested to see what you guys uh, think about this team. You know, I was like thinking ten and six, got rid of Antonio Brown. I'm thinking we're looking like seven and nine, eight and eight. Uh, I don't think it's all on Carr. I do think he needs he needs to play with some more fire. But uh, you know, our defensive backs can't cover, and, and that's just a huge hole right now. I don't know what's going on with that. I thought our defensive line was going to be playing pretty stout. Uh, I thought our defensive line was going to be the highlight point, you know, to stop the the run game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that didn't work out against the Vikings. But, you know, just looking at this team, man, uh, you know, a lot of Raider Nation pretty upset. I'm sure you guys are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, to be the best, you got you to gotta beat the best to be the best. So I'm just curious what you guys think. What, what do we got to do to, make, to still make maybe a wild card spot? Because right now uh, it's looking pretty bad. I'm not jumping ship, but. It's not looking. You better good, not. So better not it's, just, uh, it's hard to be optimistic right now. They, they got to prove some stuff to us, Raider yeah. Nation. So that's all. All I got, man. Keep up. Uh, keep doing the good work. Appreciate you guys. Hardcore Raider out. Hardcore Raider, good call, man. Um, Great call. I kind of went off on this a little bit of my rant, but all I know is if we want to make a difference this year, and I like, I mean, I'm not giving up on this season. I, I'm really not. Um, I still think we have a chance to turn this around because we have some good football players. But man, we need to make some drastic changes. Yeah. Um, uh, man. I mean, and, and it just—I think it all goes down to the game plan, like flat out. Hopefully now, it sucks because we go. I feel better playing teams like Minnesota and Kansas City because I'd, I'd like to see our Raiders play up to them and compete with them. Um, it really makes me nervous playing teams like Indianapolis, uh, teams that aren't supposed to be good. Because uh, losing to teams that aren't supposed to be good is never good. So, uh, we need to go into Indianapolis and win dude like yeah we we have to at this point i mean i thought today was kind of a must win game at least you know to kind of keep the real positive hopes of this season up i think uh this week's an even more must win to just salvage um a good decent season yeah i agree i think that i think one um to salvage a, a decent season but two i think you know to kind of get raider nation back behind the team you know, we've, as fans, we've dealt with a lot, um, you know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I mean, nearly two decades of losing, it, it takes a toll on you. And I understand where the fans are coming from, where the frustration lies. And, you know, sometimes it's not projected uh, in the way that, you know, obviously we would want things projected. And, you know, but that's that's the beauty of social media is, you know, you kind of use you use Twitter to, to say what's on your mind, you to, to say what you want to vent and and to say the things that you normally wouldn't say in person. Um, but it's just it's one of those things where, you know, I think this is a situation where this team, they're in a position where we can still make a run, but a lot of things need to change. And Hardcore Raider, you're right, man. I, I think that, you know. You do get you do get a little frustrated. You get you get frustrated because you spend your time, you spend your money, uh, you spend your you know your your emotions on this, and you invest so much into it, and you want this team to be so good, and you want this team to do well, and you want everybody to play well, and when it doesn't happen, you feel let down. And I think as 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 fans, we need to look at it and say, there's nothing that we can do. We can sit here and talk about it. We can sit here and go on about it. And we can we can get on the podcast. We can go. We can go on social media. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that we can do about it. The only people that can make a difference and make a change are the players that are out there on the field and the coaching staff that's in the building. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. I know that, you know, I wish that I could, you know, control how the game is ran. And I wish that I could pick up a controller and and move a joystick and Josh Jacobs runs for a hundred yards in one play and then scores three touchdowns in the game. But I can't do that. I wish I could trade for Jalen Ramsey or Jamal Adams is what I wish I could do. I do too. But I but think I, that I can't. And then looking, you know, and then looking at, you know, Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick today, it's freaking frustrating because you see him ball out. But I don't think that that one person is going to make a significant difference. I think at the end of the day, it's a team coming together, and it's not bearing a football. Rest in peace, Tony Sperano. But I think it's a team coming together, having having an, an all-team, team-only meeting, led by the captains, them coming in and saying, look, 
We're down two. We're in week four. We're going in. We're going to be on the road for a while. We've got a couple big games coming up. We have the ability to turn this around. Who wants to make a difference? Who wants to make a change? Who's ready to go out there and win? And look every man in their face and say, let's get this. And that's where you figure out who this team is. Kenny King's fired up. Kenny King's fired up tonight, folks. Hey, buddy, I'm going to need you to save a little bit of this for real talk, man. We still got one more caller. You ready for it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, Raider Cody, Kenny King. This is your boy, Dustin Matthews. I know oh, you again. earlier, but hopefully you take this one and put it in the podcast. Other than the other one, because all I said was, you know. <laughs> Anyways, Darren Waller is a beast. Yeah, he is. I hope they give him an extension tomorrow. <laughs> For real. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> it was a crabby game. We all know that. I feel really bad for Derek Carr. Because you know how Raider Nation is. We're knee jerk fan base. See, this is why we were talking and about fans can't make decisions. <laughs> no matter yeah. who is on our team, I really wish that we can just rally behind that person. I was very critical of him today. I'm guilty of that. We all are. And... I just hope that I know that even the critics still root for him. I understand that. But Twitter, it gives us a voice to where we're like, we speak out our frustrations, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Anyways, we need to rally behind him. Okay. And just, anyways, I don't know. I'm That's <laughs> my train of thought. <laughs> It was good. It was going I good. Oh, good. Call. My wife just now just came to me and was like, why are you calling? <laughs> <laughs> it Anyways, was going good. I hope you guys have a enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Man, um, he was on a roll there for a second. I know. I was getting fired up again. On to the next one, I guess. I'm looking forward to hearing that sound bite. Like but yeah. Four times. I hope you guys have a great night. I think things will be fine. We're going to build. We're, again, this is just year two of the rebuild we can't expect too much this is a damn good defense anyways i'm sorry i know i rambled on i'm sorry <laughs> you guys have a great night i'll talk to you guys later see ya dustin is like the nicest drunk i've ever met <laughs> he's an apologetic but he drinks oh this is oh my great. god i wish i wish that more more of raider nation was like that i love dustin man <laughs> oh my goodness that is great he's becoming one of my favorite callers right now dustin's awesome man <laughs> he said he said my wife came in here and was like what are you doing calling <laughs> like, he, like he's getting in trouble for calling into the podcast this you calling great. cody and kenny again <laughs> you've had too much to drink don't be calling into that podcast anymore oh i love it I love it. Dustin, but you were on a good roll. You're right. Um, it comes down to Kenny. You know what? No. I'm going to save it. Kenny, let's get into real talk. Yeah. Look, we're coming into this week. We're down one and two. Now, you can look at it and say that we're behind the eight ball. You can look at it and say that the season's over. You can look at it and say that, you know, everything is done, that we can just scrap everything, throw it all away. It's over. We got the Colts next week. We got the Bears after that. We've got all this. We're on the road. Boo freaking who? Who cares? We lost. Game's over. Get over it. We're going in this week. We got a big game. Now it is a must-win situation. Now here's the thing. The Broncos are 0-3. The Chargers are 1-2. The Chiefs are sitting there at 3-0. So this division is wide open right now. Now you can look at it and say, well, you know, I don't know. You know, this sucks and this sucks and this sucks. Well, guess what? Your attitude sucks. Oh. <laughs> so you know what? I don't want to hear it. If you're a Raider Nation, you should be used to this. Let me tell you something, Kenny King. I'm on it 100% because as fans, 
What else are we supposed to do? You hit on this earlier and you said, look, we can only control what we can control. As a fan base, going into next week, do you want to see this team lose? So what good does it do for us to use all of our energy this week to try and tear this team down? If you want to pin this on it being the the team's leader, this is the veteran, the leader, the, the number one captain. He wears the gold captain patch. If you want this team to win, you think you're going to spend your whole week as fans ripping this guy apart, ripping apart all of our other captains? Is that going to work? Is that going to help it? Yeah, we can be critical. We can we can react. That's what this episode's for. This is a post-game episode. Good. We can be mad about it. Yeah, it was a terrible game. Now, tomorrow, whenever you wake up, yeah, is it, are we going to have lingering side effects? Yeah, we're going to have lingering side effects because a losing Monday never feels great. But leading up to that next week against Indianapolis Raider Nation, that's where we get ourselves together and we get this thing going again. And we go out there and we look for that silver and black to get us a W, plain and simple. Look, here's the thing, Cody, man. Look, across the board, we had a bad game. Okay? There were shots There were shots downfield that we wish we would have taken. There's throws that I'm sure that Derek wished that he had back. There's plays that the defense missed on. There's calls that you, you ask Gruden, what the hell were you thinking? So across the board, all in all, it was a bad game. Let's move on. This week, we've got a big week. How do we want to go into this week? Are we going to sit here and, and, and to piggyback on what you're saying, are we going to pick, are we gonna sit here and just berate the whole team and talk bad about it? Fine. If that's what you want to do, do what you do. I don't care. But I'm going to do me. And don't criticize me for me doing me. You yeah. don't like it? There's a block button. Yeah, 100%, dude. Ain't nobody... Uh, I'm not sitting here trying to tell people what they're supposed to think. You want to criticize at this point, go ahead and criticize. I'm cool with criticism. Right. I've just never had a I, I've never had a, a liking for things getting personal. Ever. Don't get personal. Don't get personal with players and first of all, don't get personal with me. Don't take shots at me just because for whatever reason you don't like me. Same thing goes with Kenny King. Um we're just a fan base, bro. And Kenny, you know this. I don't care what little platform that we think we've created for ourselves. We're still open to everybody's opinion. 100% open to everybody's opinion. Um, So during these hard times, go ahead, do your thing. Don't come at us. We're just trying to help you guys get through this football season, entertain y'all, and just, you know, have fun. And and you know what? What it comes down to, really, is just Twitter, bro. And and Twitter has been (laughs) a bad place uh, last, I don't know, six hours or so. So... (laughs) You know, I mean, it's all good. I mean, roll with the punches. It is what it is. Yeah, man. Um, but at the end of the day, all I know is we're all Raiders fans, and we all just want to see this team win. Everybody reacts different, and that's okay. I don't expect everyone to be just like me, but you shouldn't expect everyone to be just like you. So, at the end of the day, let's just hope this team gets a W next week, plain and simple. Hell yeah, man. Speaking of a W, I got something to say for Raider Nation. Right. To anybody, if you're listening, everybody on the team, players, fans, anybody out there, let's look at it like this. We're out here on the road. We're going into Indianapolis. We got the Colts. They got Jacoby Brissett. Andrew Luck retired. We may be looking at T.Y. Hilton maybe out for the game. This is a bounce back game. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park. It's not going to be sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops. But you know what? I'll tell you what. I know the Raider Nation is going to ride for this team. I know that we all love this team. We all are ready for this team to win. We all want to see this team succeed. We all want to see our quarterback do well. We want to see our defense do well. We want to see our coach call a good game. So let's go, Raider Nation. I want everybody to get together, rally up, and let's go, Raider Nation. Let's get this dub this week. So that's going to wrap up this week's show. I'm not going to sit here and uh, dance around the fact of anything good happening. What we got to do, Raider Nation, now is just buckle down, focus on this week. You know, just fight, get back to being at peace with yourself. Um, find some positives within this team. Maybe buy some Raiders gear, get you fired back up again, get things rolling. So, yeah. Make sure you guys get involved with our post-game call-ins. I'm not going to keep requesting them on Twitter, but call in after the game at 808-650-7220. And if you guys don't want to buy any Raiders gear right now because you're frustrated, you can always buy yourself a Raider Cody podcast t-shirt. Go to my website, RaiderCody.com. Scroll down there. 
um, order yourself that t-shirt. It's like 25 bucks. Nice little front back t-shirt. Um, that's from designtree.com. Some good stuff through Blue Wire. Uh, so yeah, good week, bad result, but that's okay. Um, we need to pick ourselves back up. Keep this thing rolling. Raider Nation, thanks for sticking through this episode. You guys are the real ones. You guys are some real fans. That's what Raider Nation's all about. Love this stuff. Um, and like I said, keep an eye out for some bonus content news coming soon. Things are still rolling. Just because the Raiders are slowing down doesn't mean the podcast is. We're going to keep this thing going, man. I mean, that's what it's all about. It runs through the fan base first. So until next week, Raider Nation, or should I say, until the middle of the week, looking forward to the Colts game. I'll see you guys later.